Welcome to Destination History, I Digress, where we tackle interesting and only slightly relevant things. Today we digress from the Bungle Bungle range to talk about a fascinating aspect of Indigenous Australian culture, the dreaming. Just a quick note before we start that for those destination historians of Aboriginal descent, that names of deceased persons may be mentioned in this episode. The term the dream time or the dreaming is used as an all-encompassing term to describe Aboriginal spiritual beliefs. But the dreaming can be a really difficult thing to wrap your head around if you're non-Indigenous like me. As a non-Indigenous Australian, I have a very basic and simple understanding of Aboriginal spirituality and customs, but I'm going to try my best here to explain what the dream time is through my understanding of the research I've been able to do and the connection Indigenous Australians have to the spiritual part of this great land we call Australia. From what I can gather, the dream time is a blanket term that has been used by non-Indigenous Australians that describes the stories, beliefs and spirituality of the many, many, many Aboriginal groups that can be found in Australia. And trust me, there is a lot of them. Check out the link in the show notes for a map showing all the different language groups across the country. Basically, the dream time is a foundation of everything, absolutely everything for Indigenous Australians. It's the stories about how everything came to be, how the universe was created, how humans were created, animals, plants, rivers, streams, hills, rocks, everything. But not only that, it also dictates everything that goes along with living and the rules people need to live by. So the code of law is included in the dream time, as well as customs, rituals, and ceremonies. And then The Dreamtime also includes how people are connected to their country, their relationships to those around them, as well as their connection to the spirits that made the world and keep it running. The Dreamtime is how Indigenous Australians understand their world and the stories they tell pass that understanding and respect for country down through the generations. The core of the Dreamtime stories is that at the very beginning of time, ancestors rose up out of the darkness to create everything. And each tribe, clan or group had their own stories of creation, their own rules of law, their own ancestral spirits and their own name for their stories and beliefs. Some believe the ancestors to be animal spirits. Others, particularly those in the Northern Territory, tell of ancestors as huge snakes. Each cultural group had their own name for what we call the dreaming, and it would have been a different word for each language. Indigenous Australians see what we call the dreaming as a kind of beginning that never ended. They see the dream time as a period that includes the past, present and future. It has no fixed point in time. It is all around us. Here's Jeannie Herbert Nungari of the Walpree people of the Tanami Desert up in the Northern Territory to give us a bit of an understanding about the Dreamtime. 
To get an insight into us, it is necessary to understand something about our major religious belief, the Jukapa. This is the Walpri people's word for what we know as the dreaming. Back to Jeannie. The Jukapa is an all-embracing concept that provides rules for living, a moral code, as well as rules for interacting with the natural environment. The philosophy behind it is holistic. The Jukapa provides a total integrated way of life. It is important to understand that for Walpri and other Aboriginal people living in remote Aboriginal settlements, the dreaming isn't something that has been consigned to the past, but is a lived daily reality. We, the Walpri people, believe in the Jukapa to this day. Hopefully that gives you an idea as to the all-encompassing connection the dreaming provide Indigenous Australians to the land, the country and their way of life. It's just unfortunate that the English term the dream time or the dreaming is such a poor translation that it doesn't really capture anything of what Jeannie knows the dreaming to mean for her. The idea behind the dreaming is so different to what we know as religion or spirituality in the modern world. And if you're not within the Indigenous culture of Australia, it can be incredibly difficult to get your head around it and understand it without comparing it to a religion that we are familiar with, such as Christianity or Catholicism. It's just a fact that there isn't a word in English that can capture what the dreaming means for Indigenous Australians. The English language really does fall short in the translation of many languages and cultures, and so too it does for Indigenous Australia. Although I feel it's important to recognise that the dreaming or the dream time has never really been a direct translation of any Aboriginal word, and I really don't think there's any equivalent in any language that could encapsulate the complex spiritual concepts held by Indigenous Australians. It seems that over the decades, white Australians have come to use the term to mean the creation stories from Aboriginal culture rather than the belief system as a whole. This is what I was taught at any rate when I was in primary school in the late 90s, and it is still used as a term to describe some of the Aboriginal art that we can see in museums and art galleries. But it's also a term that as non-Indigenous Australians, we need to respect and recognise that it has a much stronger significance to others. Here's Maggie Fletcher's take on the term, the dream time, which she wrote about in her master's thesis. An entire epistemology has been reduced to a single English word. Rather than a single word to describe everything, each language group had a myriad of words for their spirituality and beliefs. Here's Mudruru, an Aboriginal writer explaining another aspect of the dreaming. The dreaming or the dream time indicates a psychic state in which or during which contact is made with the ancestral spirits or the law or that special period of the beginning. Having the word time in the dream time can confuse a fair few. It doesn't denote a particular time in the past. There's actually nothing to do with time at all. Here's Mudruru again to clear it up for us. The dream
dream time is there with them. It is not a long way away. The dream time is the environment that the Aboriginal lived in and still exists today all around us. And some have strong opinions about the word dream time and its English connotation of time. Let's hear what Carl Telfer, a senior cultural bearer of the Ghana people of Adelaide, reckons. We are the oldest and the strongest people. We're here all of the time. We're constant through the dreaming, which is happening now. There's no such thing as the dream time. So perhaps ditching the word dream time and using dreaming would be better instead. It certainly gives us a better idea of a timeless concept, something more akin to what one experiences when in a dream. Well, it's better than dream time, but dreaming has its own English connotations and they aren't that much better at describing what the dreaming is to Indigenous Australians, because it certainly is not a product of our dreams. It appears as if the term the dream time was first used as a word to describe Aboriginal creation mythology in the 1890s by a white bloke who had been living in Alice Springs and had a pretty good understanding of local Indigenous languages. And it wasn't too long after that the dream time was popularised by anthropologist Baldwin Spencer. From here, the word seems to have been used as a more general term to describe all Aboriginal religious beliefs and has continued to be used into the 21st century. The dreaming may be pretty difficult for non-Indigenous people to understand, but it seems to be at the very essence of who Indigenous Australians are and their reason for being. The dreaming is the past, present, and future as opposed to being timeless. It is everywhere at all times. Australian anthropologist W.E.H. Stanner had the right idea in a 1956 essay when he came up with the term every when. One cannot fix the dreaming in time. It was and is every when. The dreaming has an unchallengeable, sacred authority. We, non-Indigenous Australians, shall not understand the dreaming fully except as a complex of meanings. Stanner really hits the nail on the head there. The only way non-Indigenous Australians can understand the dreaming is as a collection of understandings of the world how it works, how it came to be, and how it continues to be. Here's Indigenous Australian Midnight Davies telling us how all-encompassing the dreaming can be. The dreaming is a complete guide to life and living. It is an encyclopedia of the world. It is not just stories, it is art, songs, dance. It is written into the land itself. Through the dreaming, we are taught knowledge of plants and animals. The movement of the stars foretells the changing of the weather, the birth of animals, the time of ceremony and gatherings. The dreaming completely surrounds us. We are shown proof of it every day. It is the living world itself. The dreaming belongs to every Aboriginal person. It isn't the sacred property of a few priests, rabbis, imams. It is the property of everyone. Every bit of knowledge is destined to be known to an individual sometime within their lifetime. 
The dreaming was not designed to be just practiced one day a week or to only be turned to only in times of need. It is designed to be lived in every moment. It serves as a guide to day-to-day life, a guide to the spiritual side of life. The Dreamtime stories explain how everything came to be and was created. The stories tell us why a rock is in a certain place or a particular shape, why the echidna has spikes, why the moon returns full every month, how kangaroos got their tails. If you can think of it, it has a story. Indigenous Australians learn about the creation stories through folklores that tell of the actions of the creators. It is through these stories that one will learn how the land, hills, rivers, plants, mountains, animals, humans and the sky were formed and created through the actions of supernatural spirits. Because there are so incredibly many Dreamtime stories and there's no way I can do any of them justice, I'm not even going to try to retell any here. But there are plenty of resources online if you wish to hear some for yourself. Check out the couple of links in the show notes if you're interested in some Indigenous Australian creation stories. And the stories aren't just told through word of mouth either. They're also told through dance ceremonies and Aboriginal art. When we see and talk about Aboriginal art, it's actually become quite a connection point between Indigenous culture and Western culture within Australia. We can often see references to Dreamtime stories or beliefs. This once again just demonstrates that the dreaming to Indigenous Australians really is in every part of their existence. Thanks for listening to this digression. Want to know even more? Then check out our website at destinationhistorypod.com. If you know of something that's slightly relevant about a destination, then get in touch through our website or on any of our socials. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. See you next time.